Welcome to Onwards the Podcast, where we cover all things holistic life practices, growth, spirituality, and self-discovery. I'm Kirsty Peebles, one of your hosts, and sharing this space with me is my beautiful co-host, Montana Burke. We're so excited to have you here. A loving reminder that all opinions and perspectives come from two truth-speaking fire signs who are doing their best to be all-encompassing. We're here to give you the shake-up you need to light up your life. And if you like what you hear, subscribe or follow as we grow and evolve together. With that, let's jump into today's episode. Hello and welcome. Today we're going to be talking about how the fuck you make friends as adults, genuine female friendships and getting over that goddamn sister wound. But first... Because we like to be a little different and Froth Connection will be starting each episode with a little game slash question using the cards We're Not Really Strangers. The point of this game, if you haven't heard of it, is to realise deep down we're all the same. We invite you to play along with us as you ask this question to yourself and someone you love. So Kirst, what's today's question? Montana, what lesson took you the longest to unlearn? Juicy. Okay. I'd have to say that you can't fall in love with potential. What do you mean? I think for me, I'm someone who genuinely sees the best in everyone. Yeah, bless your damn soul. <laughs> I sort of have to. It's my job as a This is your job. <laughs> <laughs> but as a human, yeah. I am always looking to the soul of another person. Yeah. And often, sometimes... I see what's at the heart of them. I almost like just see the gold that I just want to polish it so that they yeah. can see it for themselves and so can the world. But sometimes people aren't ready yeah, to okay. let that shit shine. And it's not actually up to me to do that. It's up to them. And oh. it's really hard oh. to watch it. But <laughs> Are we going to cry? No. <laughs> Suck it down. <laughs> no. No. Let it out. Let yeah. that shit out. <laughs> But yeah, that is mine. And to be honest, it's probably something I continue to unlearn. Yeah. Like not fixing people then. Yeah. Let people be. Yeah. Let people. Wow. (laughs) Wow. Love. Okay. Amazing. What is yours? Um, What lesson took me the longest to unlearn? Uh, We were actually talking about this just before and it would have to be the good girl complex. So classic private school girl, especially like Catholic private school girl. Oh, God. Um, And it's all about like conform to your uniform, make sure your skirt's not too short. I would always get told for like, like I wasn't the person that spoke the most, but I spoke a lot. (laughs) So I needed to, you know, I would get not, trouble's probably not the right word, but I would be reminded like, Kirsty, stop speaking or don't speak so much or don't have as many opinions and thoughts and feelings because that's dangerous and you just shouldn't. Mm -hmm. So it's taken me quite a long time. And honestly, I think I've only stepped into that in the last year or two. To be like, this is who the fuck I am. And I actually don't, like, it's still scary to, you know, I still God, yeah. put a bit of a filter on sometimes on my voice or what I'm sharing on social media, mainly because of the backlash, because you get, yeah. for fair reasons, scared of the hates. But, um, yeah, I would just say the good girl complex about not being perfect all the time and sharing the voice that we've probably been told not to share enough. Yes, I love that. And yeah. something that you mentioned before was that it you weren't getting in trouble at the time. But yeah. for your subconscious, for like little cursed, it would have oh, felt cursed. like trouble. Yeah, it would right? have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Absolutely. So oh, I love that. Thank you for sharing that. You're so welcome. Thank you. Look at those lessons. So as we said at the start, we want you to go and ask either yourself or someone you love 
what lesson took you the longest to unlearn? And I think it's important to note that most of the time we're always unlearning sometimes the same lesson, but yes. there's just always that deepening of awareness, the next unlevel, unveiling, unleveling, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, shit. just burn that shit to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> but today's episode, let's do it. Let's dive in. So talking all things female friendships today. And Kirst, this was actually the conversation that ignited our friendship, I feel like. Oh yeah, 100% because like I'm someone and this is really, this is why I'm really excited for us to talk about this because you and I have very different stories with this. I am very like, have always had beautiful friendships. Um, Some come and go, of course, that's just life. But like making friends as adults, I'm all here for it. Like I'll be a facilitator, no problem. Whereas, and Mon, you're like also here for it. You're like, I'll just show up. Yes. Amazing. (laughs) And that's literally exactly how we met. So I guess, should we just, should we really quickly share the story of how we met? Yes, let's do it. So Kirsten and I met earlier this year, actually, um, and we're in the same business coaching mastermind. And I got invited along to go to Kirsty's beautiful house and for a co-working day. And I had, I knew one of the girls who was going, um, but there was three others who I had no idea who they were, yeah. what they did, but I was really excited to go along. And I felt like that hug. That first hug was just Oh, like. yeah, 100%. <laughs> I opened my front door and there's just this beaming ray of fucking sunshine Aww. standing there. And I was like, I didn't know this chick was going to be this cool. <laughs> and honestly, when your soul knows, your soul knows. That's exactly it. And yeah. I feel like the next time we hung out, we went for a walk. And on the drive down, we were actually chatting about female friendships um, because this is something that I've really struggled with. Mm. And... I, this year, wanted to become really, really intentional about the friends and about the people in my life um, and actually really reevaluate how I show up for my friends and in turn how they show up for me. Oh, I love that. And you make, like, we'll go into this in a minute, but like you made space for that to happen. Oh my God. You became the person that you wanted to be friends with. And then you called in the the exact friends that were in uh, in alignment with that. Well, that's exactly it. At first... I've wanted, I guess, like starting off with, I lone wolfed it for a long time, (laughs) a really fucking long time. I think I've always been quite sure of who I am. And on some degree, I guess I've been really like, I've always liked it. Yeah, I love that. This is me, take it or leave it. Um, (laughs) I don't think I did that. (laughs) I've always, do you know what's so interesting? And I think a lot of people will resonate with this as well, is that chameleon's not the right word, but different parts of my personality come out pending who I'm hanging around. Yeah. And that's not a, I'm fake. No. This isn't like a non-authentic me. This is purely just, I have different versions of myself. Totally. And I love, I actually think that's what helps It's different flavours. Yeah. Different flavours of you. And sometimes it's going to vibe with some people. You want to accentuate those flavours. Yeah. Yes. I love that. So with you. Yes. So Mon, you just mentioned lone wolfing it for a while, having and having the courage to lone wolf it for a while. What do you mean by that? What does that look like? Yes. So for me, I've always been, yeah, like I mentioned, I'm really sure on who I am and what I want out of life. I think my vision is <laughs> really strong. I want to be better assets. Yeah. Um, but sometimes what that looked like was I felt like I outgrew my friends quite often. I was always more, I was always considered to be like quite mature for my age. Yeah. Um, 
And so I really struggled to feel like I fit in with people around me. And when I found the gym, and at the time I was about 18, 19, and we're, all we were doing is partying. Yeah, literally. <laughs> Saturdays and Sundays and maybe Fridays. Maybe Thursdays. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> what was it on a Wednesday? Cheek on a – no, shake. Was it cheek? Oh, I don't know. I anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I – but I also knew, like, I couldn't drink two nights in a row. Yeah. And even like your that, body rejected it? Yeah, totally. I couldn't okay. get drunk. So I was like, I could do it, but oh. I just, I could not. My body could not. Yeah. Your so body was like, immediately, no. Immediately, no. <laughs> um, so even that though, and I was like, now I feel like left out or different. Um, and then the more I started getting into the gym, the more I started to, I changed, my appearance changed quite drastically. I lost about 30 kilos. So my, oh, in shit, the, yeah, yeah, my identity like really shifted. Um, and... I started to value different things and I got into a relationship and I felt like all of a sudden I want to start showing up differently. Okay. And my <laughs> huge belief, I think most people are, that you're the five people that you surround yourself the most with. Yeah. And I became yeah. really mindful of my circle of influence and what they were doing, what I was doing and mm. where our goals aligned. Yeah, okay. And were we in similar chapters now or had we sort of outgrown each other? And I sort of realized that, yeah, we had. And it was, it sucked. Because yeah. I really liked them. I still really, like, ha- have had a lot of love for these people. Yeah, okay. um, but it was just, yeah, we, like, it served its time. Different seasons, I guess. Yeah. Um, and then, <laughs> because I was so focused on my vision, I was just focused on getting through uni, then getting my job. And my job, my past full-time job, was really full on. Yeah. And I was, okay, I'm ready to call in these soul friends. Where are they? <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready. Yeah. Um, but I actually had no space in my life. I'd get home yeah, at well, the end yeah. of the day and be like, I don't even have the message, to, the energy to reply to a message. Yeah. And, and you know that there's no, there is no space there free no, for well, any of these soul friends, right? Actually, there's not even an hour to free, like hang out. <laughs> like, if I can't reply to a message. So it was, yeah, really realizing. And I actually realized that when I started my business. And then all of a sudden, these incredible people started coming into my life mm. and I had space for them. That's exciting. And it was, and here we are. I don't put me all along. <laughs> Am I the drama? Yeah. <laughs> Am I the drama? I don't think I'm the drama. <laughs> yeah, but I feel like I, I needed that courage to go alone for a while and actually be my own best friend. Wow. I love that. That's, that's fucking powerful. I don't think people are willing to be lonely for a bit because they don't know how to love themselves maybe fully, but also they don't know why being lonely is okay and why it's powerful because we're taught yeah. to be in communities and packs, right? Like you have to have your friends yeah. and you need to be busy on the weekends and like to actually say no, I just need to hang out with me for a bit. It's definitely courageous. Oh my gosh, yes. And that's when all the yeah. shit comes up. <laughs> right when yeah. it's just you and your thoughts yeah all the stuff comes up and it's it can be really uncomfortable oh I love that but and then you left your job and then you <laughs> made space <laughs> guys that's not what Lauren we're saying again yeah, yeah. Start a business that's oh god <laughs> that is not what we're saying but we are saying like you need to make space so it's like if yeah. you have the shitty Saturday night friends it's okay to say no to going out for a while. And I do believe that if you start to set boundaries with people and you start to say, it's annoying that in our culture we have to be like, oh, yeah, I'm just not drinking this month. Or like, oh, I'm on a diet or something stupid like that. Yeah, you have to justify not drinking. 100%. But if that's what you have to start with, if you have to start with the, 
oh, I'm not doing X. And you go like, hey, do you want to go for a walk instead? I do genuinely believe that like the right actions and the right intentions and the right people follow. 100%. Like give people a chance. Yeah. Yeah. Like let them evolve with you because they might be feeling the exact same way. Yeah. And they also want the permission to stop having to socialize and go out on a Saturday night. That involves alcohol. Not that we're saying that all bad friendships involve alcohol by any (laughs) means. Love a cocktail. But um, we just kind of feel like a lot of people still sit in that going out every Saturday night and getting drunk. And they're like, oh, I just don't feel good doing this. Yeah, that's it. So if you are outgrowing your friends, like it's so normal and it's a good thing. Yeah. And it doesn't mean that they're bad people. Like we're all on different journeys and sometimes our paths cross over for a little while, for a long while, forever. What's that saying? Your friends for a season, season, reason, reason. or a lifetime. Yes. 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 Love it. Yeah, that's a strong one for me for sure. And I think it's, on that note, really important to look at the lessons that could be learnt from a shitty friendship as well. 100%. And I think looking at, like for me personally, a lot of it was looking at the role that I played. Yeah, okay, tell Instead me Instead of just pointing the finger. Yeah, definitely, definitely. <laughs> You're the bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it was, it's not fun. It's so, yeah. it, it is a huge ick. Um, but for me, I often played into the role, I've always sort of been the caretaker in majority of my relationships. No. <laughs> really? <laughs> <Huh>? <laughs> Weird. Shut <laughs> No. So I have always been the caretaker. And then the other part is, as a counsellor, you've got the skills and the tools to hold deep space. So true. And as part of your training, you'll be told, like, you need to bracket yourself. What does that mean? So if, like, talking, you can ha- go to a friend for advice. Okay. And it'll be like, yeah, fuck him, he's a dick. Mm-hmm. Or, like, my boyfriend, when he did that, I did this. And you're sort of, like, sharing your experience. Yeah. But in a counselling setting, the counsellor brackets themselves completely. You know nothing about them. Yeah, okay. As in, like, don't share your experiences? Yeah. Okay. You don't do that because then you're tainting the space. Ah, Right? It's not about you. No, it's not. In your career, it's it's not not about about the counsellor. It's about the client. Okay. Yeah, Yeah, wow. So So taking responsibility. Well, that that was a lesson so deeply ingrained in me, though, that I was showing up as the counsellor in my friendships. Right. And you weren't being held. There wasn't space held for you then? No, and I wasn't allowing it. Happen. Ah, okay, yeah, but here also, we go. Okay, yeah, yeah. wow. <laughs> so it's like two again. Yeah, <laughs> I wasn't allowing it, but also because that was the role that I played, that's what my friends only came to me for. Then the pro- I, with their problems, yeah, and that's it. And then you start to resent them. I'm guessing. Well, then I started to feel like I'm the friend who has to have their shit together all the time. Oh, that's exhausting. I can't be, and I could only go to them after I'd learned the lesson. Then right. I'd be like, oh, guys, this happened, rah, 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 it was shit, but this is what I learned from it. And they're like, oh, wow, Moni, like you're so, like, smart. Yeah, <laughs> like, this is so inspiring or like, oh, my God, yeah. you're so strong. Oh, oh like you couldn't be human and suffer and have the struggles yeah. and the problems. But I didn't give them the chance to do that either. <sighs> okay, so you know how we say everything's a mirror? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's really interesting you say that because I – yeah, I 100% have noticed that as well. Not necessarily friendship specifically, but because I'm the one that holds the space in my coaching spaces so often, yeah. I will, you know, be standing in front of 10, 26 women, like whatever it is, like I have to be the one that holds the shit together. Yep. Wow. Strong holding the strong, baby. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, I love that. That's really important. And again, reminder, like it's okay to outgrow your friends. 
it's okay to change friendships and you don't have to disrespect them in that way. You mm. can just drift politely yeah. and peacefully and wish them love, love and light along the way. But yeah, I think it's really important that we do look at our evolution and we go like, who are the friends that we do want to keep long-term, even if they maybe don't meet our current values? Yeah. Because I definitely, like we definitely, I know both of us are in a similar position. We're like, we definitely have some friends that are maybe not growing on the same level, but that's okay because we still deeply love them. Totally. But it's when someone really, I think, is the opposite of our values, boundaries and, and yeah. things that we value in our life. Yeah. That's when it's a problem. Yeah. Sort of like mm. different fr- different roles for different friends yeah, where it's fun that. to have your friend who you can go have a few margaritas with. <laughs> like yeah. you know that you guys can go out together and you're going to laugh your ass off the whole night. Yeah. And it's so much fun. Like that's good for your soul. Just like the friend that you can have those huge life chats. You can do dive deep into philosophy. Yeah. You can go into spirituality. You can do the conspiracy thing. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Then you can have your business friends. You can have your study friends. You can have your gym friends. So There's good. so many parts to us. Yeah, we're definitely. not just we're not one dimensional. Yeah, yeah that's and I think way. a lot of people like they will in their head they'll go like these are my gym friends and these are my work friends yeah. and then maybe these are my long term friends and that's kind of as far as their circles branch. But like Mon and I want to give you that permission of like we have so many different circles. Literally, <laughs> me writing my engagement party list. Oh God. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know if this person even knows anyone, but I want them there. Yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> my birthday, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like no one knows anyone. But how nice to facilitate yeah. connections for us. But do you know what? That actually kind of like purposely and very intentionally flows into the where can we actually find these friends? Do you know what? I don't think it's so much about the place that you meet people, but more so the space that you're meeting them at. Yeah, that's a really excellent point. Uh, like exactly like Montana and I, like we met in an up-leveling business course, which was great. Yeah, outside (laughs) of our comfort zones. Yeah, and it was – yes, that's an excellent point. Outside of our comfort zones, I think the biggest thing here is we need to be where future – us are going to be where like where is future you going to be are they going to be at the gym are they going to be at a yoga class are they going to be at a wellness retreat are they going to be in a business coaching or in in a coaching program in general are they going to be um at a weekend uh, where would (laughs) surfers retreat (laughs) 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 are they going to be at a festival maybe maybe (laughs) maybe but I think it's definitely important that we we acknowledge the fact that they're probably not where you currently are and they need to be outside of that comfort zone a little bit in that future space. I love that. 100%. Do you know what? Even going to your house and being invited to that co-working day, I was like, who the fuck am I to go? Really? Oh my God. Yeah. Even when you were like, let's hang out. I was like, does she know who I am? Like, Do you know that's weird? Because I was like, am I good enough to be friends with her? Oh, <laughs> we're both having this. There you go. There you go, guys. That's there so you funny. go. I was like, I'm punching him off my friendship weight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. That's so funny. So here, that's like we said in our intro, it's the universal permission slip be more to do more to have more because you fucking deserve it yeah be- imagine if imagine if we didn't become friends literally imagine if i flaked i was like no sorry i can't come to i'm scared working. and yeah, then literally. we don't end up having podcasts together that people love yeah or the connection <laughs> or anything or the like, connection. it's so worthwhile actually putting yourself out there but not only that it's yet yeah, the the inner work i think it takes to get oh, to that place yeah where it was like even showing up to kirsty's for me i was like no go 
these women inspire the fuck out of you. Let them expand you. And leaving that co-working day, I had a fire lit up under my ass for weeks. I haven't worked that hard. I wasn't that clear in my vision. And I was just getting so much stuff done. And not from a place of like, I need to prove myself. And I need to keep up with these girls. But it was just like, they are doing such amazing things. And if they're doing that, maybe I could be doing this. And it just expanded what was possible for me. And it wasn't like a, a someday thing. It was all of a sudden a today thing. Oh, I love that. It's not like oh, yeah, maybe I'll be that person. That's yeah. my next person. It's like, no, that's actually who I am yeah, now. Yeah, exactly. Ugh, quantum leap day. Yes. Wow. Exactly Oh, It's so funny you mentioned that as well. I actually find that that happens to me often about, like, mm. who am I to be friends with that person? Are you sure they want to be friends with you? Yeah. And it's like, actually, they probably do. Yeah, they most probably people do. are seeking the same connections that we need. And, look, worst come to worst, they go, ah, I'm pretty busy. Yeah, that's, I don't want, I can't can right now. Yeah, you can handle that kind of rejection. It hurts, but you get over it pretty quickly. Oh, wow. Yes. But I think even like on that note of rejection and mm. putting yourself into new spaces, I think it's pretty fair to say that we've all got sister wounds of some sort, some more than others. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yep. And I think with female friendships, they're really different to friendships that we have with guys or that got so like true. that men like masculine yeah, female. Cis hetero men have with cis hetero men. Yeah. And I think with guys, it's a lot more, there's a beautiful bond, but it's a lot more like just joking around. Yes. But yeah. with girls, often I think what we'll notice is they can get more bitchy. Yeah. <laughs> I think, I think with female friendships as well is that it's, um, and again, we're, when we're talking about female friendships, we're just talking about our perspective. By totally. the way, guys. Yeah. So I think, I think it's really about, the deep soul recognition. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what, look, that's what people in our circle are craving. Yes. That's what we look for. We, I don't know, <laughs> we're like, is this normal? <laughs> we're not really sure. <laughs> but it just works. Like, I think as soon as we start to find one soul connection, it, we start to find another. Yeah. And now both of us do have a bit of a thing where it's like it's hard for us to fuck with people that aren't somewhat aware or self-conscious or sorry not somewhat self-aware and somewhat conscious because or willing to go there or willing to go there yeah yeah Yeah, that's it I think it's that whole thing where people can only meet you as far as they've met themselves yes and if they haven't gone that far with themselves again you can't rush that yeah yeah, yeah. (laughs) as I've learned (laughs) (laughs) but sometimes that's yeah it's we can't force that on people and you do need to go and meet people where they're at so both physically like where would they hang out where does your soul tribe hang but then also co-working days at my house (laughs) that's where they are (laughs) but then also is to have that confidence yeah to start that conversation or to maintain that conversation or to put that invitation out there hey do you want to do this together oh love do you know how many good friendships of mine have started on instagram yes just girls coming across my page and messaging me and being like i don't know how we haven't met i love what you're about let's Mm -hmm. let's get coffee literally and i immediately like i can probably guarantee that they'd be feeling similar to how we felt where they're like god yeah how's she gonna reply i don't know if she's really busy or like whatever but as soon as it's sent there's like a kind of like a oh, wow, like this is exciting. Like I yeah. wonder what's going to happen. After you throw your and phone then, across the room. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a relationship. This is the start of a relationship. It literally it's terrifying. Feels, it kind of feels like dating. What is a relationship though? Yeah. So I guess it's 
Yeah, it's it's really it's mm. understanding that you're gonna be scared and it's okay to be scared and yeah. pushing through it anyway. Yes. Taking the chance, taking the leap, telling the person like, hey, I think you're really awesome. Mm-hmm. Let's do something. Let's grab a coffee. Let's go yes. for a walk. And I genuinely believe that most people will be like, I would love to. Of course. And if they're busy, they'll say that they're busy. If they don't yeah. want to, they're gonna come up with an excuse, whatever. Definitely. But I think also in helping us to make that step is to understand where your fears come from with your friends. Yeah. And to start investigating your experience with your friendships before. So we kind of mentioned the roles that we play in friendships earlier in today's episode. Yeah. Um, but I think also what has been your experience of friendship? So I know for me... Yeah, talk about... Yeah, do it. Yeah, there's been... Go there. <laughs> <laughs> I have noticed that for me, I didn't always feel safe in friendship circles. Okay. And so I always felt like if I leave this room, like to go to the bathroom or to go get a drink or whatever it is, how will people speak about me? Mm. What will they say? And it always felt like it was going to be negative. Like they were going to be bitching and I'd come back and there'd be like that awkward like silence, like everyone's looking at you, like you've just. <laughs> Had that happened? Like where does that come from? There was definitely where like when we make its way back where some, like so-and-so said this. Yeah. Um, but it was just, yeah, that whole thing where I actually never felt safe. And so that thought will still pop up. When we're hanging out as a group and then I go to excuse myself and then come back to the table, I li- I have to consciously tell myself they're not gossiping about you. 100%. They love you. They want you here just as much as you want to be here. Oh, I literally, <laughs> yeah. in my head, I was like, all that we would say is that we fucking love you. <laughs> all that we say is that she's sunshine. <laughs> but isn't it crazy though where it's just like that two like parallel experiences where they're just polar opposites. Yeah, wow. So I think it's just knowing that was then – this is now, this is where my fears came from. Am I going to let these fears hold me back from incredible friendships, connections, opportunities, experiences? Yeah. No. No, yes. No, it's so worth coming, like, yeah, overcoming that, getting the courage to push through. I love that. I think that's so important. I'm trying to think of what my <laughs> competitiveness is the word that's coming up. Yes. Because Thank we- you. <laughs> Because I think, I guess here in Australia specifically, tall poppy syndrome is a huge problem. Mm-hmm. And um, this is so funny, actually. On my co-star this morning, my quote, hang on, I'm going to butcher this, but my quote was, usually the people that you are, that you look up to the most or want to be next are the people you're most jealous or envious of. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's a little different. I yes. know that's not necessarily exactly what we're just talking about. But like, I think that does tie back with the competitiveness. If if we're, if I'm going like, well, in, I, I guess how I reframed it in my mind now is that's my expander. That I look at that person and I go, yeah. initially, maybe it would have been, how is she doing that? How is she working like that many hours and making that much money and or how is she so confident in who she is or how is she just sitting here not I can clearly see she's not worried about what's on her mind and then me going like and now these days I'm like I would like to be like that like that is what I want to be like yeah as opposed to like, 100%. I think it can be. It can be like that intimidation or the judgment. And yeah. it's still like mask projections of, yeah. you want to be her. <laughs> <laughs> oh, And that's okay though. Yeah, Like we said, reframing it so we're like, this is an expander. And not taking a negative connotation towards the situation either, yeah. but being like, this is so positive for me. This yes. is exactly what I need to hear. This is exactly who I need to be around. Yes. So for you, did you always have to be the expert in your friendship? 
yeah, bro. Yeah, <laughs> like you had to be the best. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I guess it's like recovering perfectionism. Yeah. Because, um, oh, my God, so funny. I had a friend earlier this year was like, what did I – oh, that's right. I was doing a kinesiology session. And, look, we will talk about all these weird tools and shit later yeah. on in other episodes. <laughs> but I was doing a kinesiology session and my kinesiologist said to me, she goes, what are you like with, like, perfectionism? Like, are you a bit of a perfectionist? And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> Classic perfectionist. <laughs> How do you know if you're a perfectionist? You and I a told her <laughs> – I'm not good enough to be a perfectionist. Yeah, oh my God. And I actually, and I remember telling your friend a week later and she was like, are you just fucking figuring this out? And I was like, yes. <laughs> so um, uh, anyway, side, so that's a side tangent. Yeah, but everywhere in your life, including friendships. Yes, because then I'm like, well, you have to also be good. Yeah, you have to like you show up. You also have to show up. Yeah, and I, not, I never did it in a, you have to show up perfectly all the time mm-hmm. because I am all for people being human yeah. and being authentic. And I think because I've always shown up regardless of what's going on in my life, I semi expect that from people. Whereas now, sorry, I did expect that from people. Whereas now I kind of go like, she just needs time. She just needs a, a moment. She needs a month or two. We don't yeah. have to talk every day for us to be yeah. friends. Hundred percent Low maintenance yeah. friendships. Yes. Yeah. All here for. Yeah. And we have those different seasons of busyness in our life as well. Exactly. Like I've just spent the last five months chilling. <laughs> you have not. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's not been chilling. It's just if you met me last year, you'd be yeah. like, "What? Uh, what is wrong with it's that?" It's creating in a different way. You're just living in a different way. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's true. That's yeah. true. So I love that. Where it's just like, did you feel that though? Where it was like, not that you have to show up perfectly, but if you couldn't be put together, that you kind of didn't want to show up at all. I could be projecting because I don't, I definitely do this. <laughs> That's a really... I still do this. <laughs> Wait, say the question again. So in a sense where like, and but it's not like two ways. Like you'll only ex- expect this of yourself. Like you love it when your friends come to you. Yes. And share what's on their heart, their soul, yes. what's been troubling them. But for you, was it a case where like if you couldn't show up and like have your shit together, oh. that it was kind of like you don't want to show up at all? Do you know what? This is a bit of a side note. And I think that the two of us are very similar and that we resonate with this a lot. Because we're the holders, and we kind of mentioned it before, because we're the holders, because we're the strong people, not many people can hold us. Yeah. And look, and that's okay. And I think there's a lot of space for that. And I think that – so I guess yes and no. I think it would be like maybe – I was selective of who I was around. Yeah, beautiful. Based, well, that's definitely what I do now is like I select who I'm around based on how I'm feeling yeah. and stuff and not in a like someone's not good enough to hang out somewhere. No, no. but just different just gears. Yeah, 100%. different gears, different friends. Yeah. 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 Good question though. Love. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, can relate. <laughs> Caretakers? Never. <laughs> I just want to circle back. For a second, now you said, Mon, you can only meet people as deep as you've met yourself. Mm. Um, what does that mean exactly? What does that look like? Because I guess to me, I go, the first thing that comes to my mind is we need to stop being time, we need to stop being afraid of time alone. Yes, it's exactly that. Yeah. Can you hold your own energy when you're by yourself? Do you get overwhelmed by that? Do you need to immediately escape it? Do you yeah, always feel need it. to be busy? Yeah. yeah. Fill it with food, with shopping, with people, with 
with entertainment with screens, devices. Yes. Because <laughs> how often do we just immediately, like, even on the toilet, everyone takes their phone now. Yeah. Myself included. Okay, no, I, I don't do that. <laughs> <You know? laughs> really? No. Okay, well, I would say most people hopefully can relate to me <laughs> in that they will, you know, they will always... Even looking at our phone whilst watching something on the TV. Now yeah, that's a double or span. triple we screening. Know that. Yeah, but also like, how bad is it for us to just sit and do nothing for a minute? God, this is actually sometimes like home play that I give to my clients. I love that. Where this is actually all about recalibrating your nervous system and meeting yourself. And actually, though, what comes up meeting during that time? Go yeah, yeah, where it's just like, what are my thoughts? And getting really curious about how you are actually why you do the things that you do what do you like and like what are you doing that you might actually not like doing just doing it out of obligations what do you want to be doing that you haven't given yourself the permission to do it's like I heard this the other day where it was like adulthood is about coming back to your childhood self right gotcha it's joy, it's pleasure, it's the yeah. fun things, it's the mundane peeling things. Peeling back the layers. Peeling back the layers. Yeah. So what is an activity or a tool we can do to meet ourselves better? Journaling is the immediate one that comes to my mind. Now, I know that probably doesn't resonate with everybody, but I do believe that the more that we journal, the more we can understand our minds better. Mm-hmm. So what else do you, What else helps us meet ourselves? I think... To heal our sister wounds, to yeah. call in our friends. <laughs> Circling right back here. <laughs> I think even before that is to spend some time alone. Like, actually, if you need to... With s- nothing. Yeah, with nothing. Like, you, like <laughs> sitting, like, on the couch, in a park, wherever you, wherever is comfortable for you. Mm-hmm. And what comes up when you do. And just noticing, because there'll be a time where you're like, oh, this is fine. This is fine. This is fine. And then there'll be an urge and it'll probably be subconscious where you'll reach for your phone you'll reach for food you'll get up and it's at that point you want to stop yourself and be like what just happened for me yeah what did I think what did I feel and why am I trying to avoid yeah and it you probably won't it won't be uncommon if you can't actually pinpoint the thought but if you can take a minute to come back to your body and be like where did I feel that in my body where's this ickiness in my feeling Sorry, like am I feeling space. in my body? Yeah. Is it your heart? It could be somewhere really random, like in your calf. It doesn't have to be. It's like, wow. It doesn't have to be like, don't, yeah, please. It doesn't, it doesn't have to be conventional. Have to be, yeah, it doesn't have to just be your yeah, heart. Yeah, but actually getting really curious. Your goddamn about, elbow. Yeah. <laughs> about the sensations in your elbows or wherever it lies. What does it feel like? And what comes to mind when you think of that feeling? There could be memories. There could be people. And that's when you can pull out your journal. Yeah, and okay. see where it leads you to do a little bit of inner work. Oh, I love that. Okay, I'm going to practice that. Something that I actually I think is important to share and I've just started doing is, um, and this is probably more talking about regulating your nervous system as well because yeah. we're always so busy, but instead of putting my AirPods in the whole walk, just taking them out to be present. Yes, and hearing the like, sounds around what? you. Exactly, and being like, there's different intentions here where it's like it can be just listening to your mind and seeing what comes up and what you're processing and going through. Or, yes, it is that grounding and centering and, and having a listen around mm-hmm. to, to really uh, realign yourself and recalibrate. I love that. That's so imp- – I think it's just actually the space, creating yeah. space for just you so that you can familiarise yourself with what you're like, what you feel like, your energy. Mm-hmm. And then also, though, to observe yourself in group settings, I think is equally as powerful, that people are our mirrors. So the next time that you're hanging out with your friends, or even when you go to message them, 
Yeah. And just, are you the person who always messages first or are you always the person who waits for the invitation yeah. and then wonders why you don't feel wanted? Because <laughs> you don't want you, right? Yeah. <laughs> You're rejecting Aww. girls. <laughs> Stop rejecting yourself. Wow. Yeah. So I think it's noticing yourself in your relationships, yeah. using them as a mirror, and you might like what you see, you might not like, like what you see. Yeah. You can handle it either way. Yeah. It's important for if you yeah. want to get to where you're going. You can handle it. Yeah, you've got to do this stuff. Wow. And it's not, yeah, like we said, it's not always comfortable. Actually, it's rarely comfortable. Really comfortable, yeah. And if it is, are you doing it right? No. <laughs> no, we challenge that. We challenge that belief. Yeah. But there's, yeah, it's normal for it to feel icky. And I think especially because we've all been told that you need to have a solid circle of friends. Like you need to be the traveling, oh, the, yeah. the sisterhood of traveling pants. <laughs> like we, yeah. or otherwise you're a loner and you're weird. Uh, right where it's just like as we get older we're like alone is better and different yeah alone oh, sorry yeah. alone's not the right word but um spending yeah. time by yourself yeah but that is yeah it's alone it doesn't mean you're, you're lonely it doesn't mean you're lonely and yeah. do you know what people that's like the crowded room you could be in a crowded room and still yeah. feel totally lonely and isolated the amount of times that i felt that yeah yeah it's so interesting when you said as well about how we should look at the conversations that come up when we're in a room of people yeah. or with a ro- like a group of friends yeah. or something. Internal and external, I should just say that. Like, So the okay. conversations you're having inside your head. Yes. And then also with people. Yes, because our minds are loud. Yeah. And that's and like that's okay. We need to be aware of the noises and, yes. the, and the words and the conversations that are happening though. Mm-hmm. Are they helpful? Are they unhelpful? Because just like if Kirsty and I had both had listened to our minds that said that, no, that she's too good for me. Oh my god, that's ridiculous! <laughs> and let that noise and let that narrative take control. We wouldn't have gotten very far in a friendship. No, we wouldn't be where we are right now. Yeah. So it's just about yeah using these conversations, both the inner and external dialogue, mm. as your guiders. Yeah, these little shining lights. Little shining. Yeah. Lights. <laughs> oh, I love that. I feel like that's probably all that we need to touch on today. Yeah. Should we do our top takeaways? Let's do today's top takeaways. Yes. All right, my loves. The top things we want you to take away from today's episode are... It's totally normal to outgrow your friendships and it's okay to just let them leave and keep people that make... But also keeping long-term friendships is important too. Yeah. If they're quality still. Not forcing people to stay in your life. Yeah. Love. Second thing we want you to take away is the courage to lone wolf for a while and that it's really normal to feel lonely and it won't last forever. And I promise you, it is so worthwhile what's on the other side. Yeah. Once you fix the relationship with yourself, it's going to be a lot easier. Exactly. Yes. Uh, the next thing that we want you to remember is to get clear on who you are and what you want from a friendship. Is it in alignment with where you want to go? But first, you need to figure out what that looks like. So we actually recommend making a list. Of values yes. and friendships. Like, what do you look for in another person? But also, what do you look for in yourself? Yes. Are you emulating those values now? Yes. Are you living in alignment with them? Or is it just some idolized version of yourself? Mm. Love it. So on that note, your soul friends are hanging out where your next level self is. So yeah. start to really bring this character to life because this person who you visualize is you right now if you choose to step into it. So looking for those events where future you will be because yeah. your friends will be there as well. Stan- or even think like, I think it'd be as tangible as dressing how she would dress. Yeah, I love that. Ordering what she would order. Mm-hmm. 
like actually making it really fun. the things that she doesn't go to anymore. Yeah, what does she value? What's her confidence? Like step into that because that confidence is only going to come through doing, not by thinking. Unfortunately, action <laughs> is the only way with confidence. <laughs> I love that. Uh, making space for them to come in and stay. So clearing out the shit, clearing out the busyness, having space there, like having weekends free to be like, when I have my soul tribe, I'm going to spend Sunday mornings with them. Yes, exactly that. And the energy, energetically and physically, like there's got to be time in your calendar, but also energy and capacity within you. Yeah, you can't be burnt out from work and expect to hang out with your friends afterwards. Exactly, and expect them to want to hang out with you when you are. <laughs> when you are miserable. Low vibe, yeah. <laughs> Cynical from the day. <laughs> Love that. Well, on that note, our challenge, we have a fun little challenge for you guys. Yes, so our challenge for you is to message someone or reach out to somebody that you've been wanting to connect with or maybe move a friendship to another level. Yes. Yeah. That's our challenge. That's our challenge to you. And let us know how you go. We'd love for you to share your top takeaways with us by taking a screenshot of today's episode and posting it to your story. Or you and your new best friend hanging out (laughs) together. Please. (laughs) We are all about facilitating connection, (laughs) even if we don't physically arrange it. (laughs) All right. So if you are wanting to know more about Montana and I, you can learn more in our show notes. Uh, or you can come and hang out with us on Instagram at onwards the uh, onwards the pod, and keep your eyes peeled for fun giveaways and challenges on there. We would love if you could please follow or subscribe, depending on wherever you're listening to. Plus, rate and review this podcast as it helps get our show into the ears of more incredible souls just like yours. And to end today's episode, Mon's got a beautiful little takeaway for you that we want you to keep in your souls until the next time we are on air. That is it. And my loves, at the end of the day, we are all here to walk each other home. We hope that you're heading into your day with a fire lit up under your ass, ready to make the most of who you are and play the heck out of the cards that you've been dealt. Because it's so goddamn worth it. Until next time. Bye. Bye.